You've found a show that will explore how to experience a kingdom lifestyle that is both focused and balanced. Welcome to Live Exceptionally. In a world where we are constantly bombarded with demands on our time and attention, it can be difficult to find the space to truly live our best lives. But what if we could find a way to live exceptionally with a sense of purpose, freedom, and rest? Whether you're a busy professional, a stay-at-home parent, or anyone who wants to live a more focused and balanced life, this show is for you. Join us as we discover how to live exceptionally, finding freedom and rest along the way. Now, let's get into this week's episode of Live Exceptionally with Dr. Yvonne Thompson. Welcome back to Live Exceptionally, where we equip people with keys and tools to achieve a kingdom lifestyle that is purposeful, focused, and balanced. I'm Dr. Yvonne, your host, founder of Elisi, and author of Can You Sleep Like This in the Rest of God. This month, as we kick off a new year, we highlight key areas of direction of how we should approach the year. Today, we talk about focus. And with all the different distractions, news, social media, sometimes it is hard just to focus for 15 minutes without being distracted or staying committed to assignments or goals. Sharing and praying with us today to help us with this critical skill is Pastor Cynthia Keel, the Executive Director of Cynthia Keel Ministries and also a pastor at New Life Covenant Southeast in Chicago, Illinois. You may have seen her on the second and fourth Tuesday, 4 a.m. prayer. Let's tune in. Well, to kick us off, I wanted to ask you at the start of this new year, what would you like to share as a spiritual direction and how we should approach this new year? Uh, that's so good, uh, Dr. Yvonne. I was talking to my daughter the other day and just having some mommy-daughter conversation. And she's like, Mom, what is the Lord saying? I said, I hear the Lord saying that uh, we must be intentional about transformation. And uh, 2024 is the year of transformation. And oftentimes we think of transformation as change, but transformation is a lot deeper than change. Uh, and so this is uh, interesting. So as I was in prayer about it and thinking about it, <clears throat> I was uh, I was reminded of the cartoon series back in the 90s at Transformers, more than meets the eye. And as I kind of did some research and some homework on, on that cartoon series, and it was more about uh, the, the, the Transformers, there was the evil, it, my kids watched it. I, I did. <laughs> so, so it was like the, 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 the battle between good and evil. And, um, but then when the, the robots changed into cars and that, that kind of thing, it was going deeper into their emotional uh, who they were at the core of themselves and not just externally. And I think as the body of Christ, we have just become so roped in our spiritual behaviors. We know how to be churchy. We know how to do the church thing, but at the core of ourselves, have we changed? Have we, Are we different? Are we transformed? transformed? So we really got to be intentional about the transformation and it's going to take prayer and our relationship with God. So the Lord is really, 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 you know, smacking me around about that. <laughs> I think that that is so on point because a lot of times when we take on things or even as believers, like we go to church, we might be involved in activities 
and it becomes almost like a religious exercise where we're in the routine. We're going to it almost like we go to our job, uh, especially if we work in ministry or involved or serve. It's become something as a part of our lifestyle. But is it really impacting us or changing us transformation or even in terms of that level of, of passion as relates to to God? And yes. so I wanted to ask you that I know you've experienced a lot of challenges, but also a lot of high points in your life. What can you share as wise counsel for us related to our relationship with God as it relates to focus? Uh, so I've been with the Lord since the age of 11. Uh, I'm 61. I've been with the Lord 50 years. You look great. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is a testament of being with the Lord for 50 years. <laughs> God is so good. Uh, and I think, so again, go, going back to the, the religious thing that we've been taught to do, and we know how to, to be religious, but I think when you, I know when we're in relationship, it's more organic. And so with all the things that I have gone through in my life, um, and people say, you know, have you prayed and have you talked to the Lord? And so while I am a proponent, uh, a strong proponent for taking that, mapping out that time of prayer, where it's like, if you meet the Lord at four o'clock in the morning, if you meet the Lord at, you know, seven o'clock in the evening, whatever that time is, but in relationship, it's organic. And when I hit the high points, when I'm at the low points, I'm always talking to God. And so I think because of the relationship that I've had with the Lord, that is what has kept me sustainable. <laughs> that is what has kept me going because at any given time, you're going to hear me calling on Jesus and I'm not just, you know, <laughs> just saying it out of, you know, taking the Lord's name in vain. I am really like Jesus, you know, I'm walking, driving down the street and I am praying for the people uh, as they're going back and forth because with everything that's going on in our city and everything that's going on in the world. And I am praying and covering the people of God with the blood of Jesus. So I just think that it's really important to have a relationship with the Lord um, because when you're up, it's going to be a blessing. When you're down, it's going to be your carrier. And it's going to be your stay. So I, that that's my thing. <laughs> yes. And I think that when we talk about a relationship with the Lord, the ability to, to focus uh, focus not just on our assignments within serving in a local church, but focus as it relates to like, what is God saying to each of us specifically? What is he saying regarding what he's called us to or what he's assigned us to? And sometimes there's so many distractions all around us, whether it's in the news, on social media, and social media certainly becomes a barometer for comparison in terms of what we see other people are doing and we begin to compare what we're doing or our assignments to everything that we see. And so sometimes it can impact our focus on what we're called to do versus what we're doing or things that we're getting pulled into, whether it's family, church or job or other things. Uh, what's your, your thoughts on that? Uh, that's big because uh, that is something that I've even battled with myself, <laughs> you know, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, that the Lord will give me something to do. And I'm looking at everyone else that seems to be doing the same thing that I'm doing 
or that I feel like the Lord is telling me to do. And it's like, well, I don't have this and, you know, I'm, I don't have that or they're saying the same thing that I would say. So why should I do that? And how, what, you know, I'll just be another person on the, on social media doing this. I'll just be another person out there doing that. And rather than just obeying God and knowing that there is an audience for the voice that God has given me. And uh, that is something that the Lord really had to drive home to this stubborn child. You know, I'm, 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 the, I'm the child that he's just kind of like over there. <laughs> Why are you over here? <laughs> over here? Because uh, I'll lose focus looking at other things and other people. But because I'm constantly calling on the name of the Lord, he's always kind of like, you know, say this, say that, do this, do that. And it's just so important to really hone in on, Lord, what are you saying? And when the Lord keeps saying the same thing to me over and over again and bringing people out of nowhere, I mean, I've had people to send me a, a direct message on social media and say, I had a dream about you and I saw this and I saw that. And I'm just kind of like, oh Lord, I know that's what you told me. That's what you showed me, you know? And because he loves us, he'll chasing us, you know? So that that's the thing about being in a relationship with God because when he loves you, he's coming after you. He's like, I don't want you to be out there bad. I want you to be out there to be being disobedient. And so it's going to be real important that we not look to the left and look to the right. And one of my all-time favorite scriptures, but looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of my faith. And so when we're doing that, that focus, that focus, focus on the one who's called us, focus on the one who's qualifying us, focus on the one who's quantifying us. He He has a purpose for us and we need to move forward with that. So when I think of the word uh, focus, you know, sometimes you think about it from the aspect of, you know, eyesight, you right. know, what you see in the physical, um, but there's a spiritual focus that I feel that God is calling for. And I believe you hit the nail on the head when you say that even in the midst of being distracted and trying to do uh, different things because of your relationship with the Lord, he draws you back towards what it is that you're to be giving your attention to, or he will use someone else who had a dream or a word for you. And I think that's so important because I think that when we are caught up in going through the motions or just doing things out of routine and we can, uh, our senses can be a bit dulled, uh, whether it's our spiritual discernment or our spiritual hearing, where we begin to not hear or see as clearly mm -hmm. because of all the distractions, because of all the things that we're involved in. But, and, and also if we're not spending that time with God or we're not seeking him, that we can continue down a pattern where we're getting further and further away, where our senses are continued to be uh, further dulled and the importance of, of like going back going back to mm -hmm. the basis, going back mm -hmm. to that foundation. How would you encourage us as we pivot into this new year that, you know, a lot of times people start out at the beginning of the year, people are in the gym, people are going to church. <laughs> and then as the year project progressed, uh, we're living on budgets, like all these goals that we have in January. And then by February, you know, March, things start to dissipate in that focus. Ah, uh, it is your community. It is a village. It is your environment. Um, I was talking to someone the other day about accountability and we, we don't want accountability because 
you know, my, my accountability partner is going to say, so get up. We're going to the gym. I know it's March 15th. You know, we're still going to the gym. It's kind of like, oh, I don't want to go. I don't feel it today. Oh, you know, I got a little behind. I don't want to do it anymore. And, and, and even, excuse me. And even with that, you know, financially, it's like, you know, you were on your budget and it's like, oh, I saved $500 this month and, and you woohoo and you're all excited in February, you saved another $500. And it's like, but now they're having that, you know, that spring sale and I see these shoes I want and I want to get that. And your accountability partner is, is you know, calling on you and you're not answering the phone. You're not responding to the text. And it's, we, do, we do the Lord the same way. We do the Lord the exact same way when the Lord is chasing after us and the Lord is coming for us. And the Lord is saying, I still want to spend time with you. I still want relationship with you. We get off because of the distractions of life, you know, the children, the spouse, the grandchildren, the, the political things that go on, the work demands, the, the ministry demands and, you know, health challenges and family life, all those things get in the way. And it's like, oh Lord, do I really have to get up and pray? Oh Lord, are you really calling me to get on social media and do this? Or do you really want me to go out and do the outreach, you know, work that you called me to do? Because I'm just really feeling. And so where's our accountability? I think it's going to be really important that again, with this intentional transformation, it's like, I have to respond to the person or the people who keep me accountable to the Lord, you know, to myself, to the Lord, we got to really keep our focus on at the end of the year or whenever we do our assessments, because something that I'm really going to hone in on this year or 2024 is those benchmarks, like every three months, what have you accomplished? What have you done? And giving that to someone that says to me, what have you accomplished? What have you done? And I don't want to sit there and say, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> so I think it's going to be real important that we we make sure we have our circle. Uh, my godly son, Pastor Terrell, says, you know, circles break cycles. You know, so if we have the right circles, the right environment around us, they help us to be who we're supposed to be and go where we're supposed to go and do what we're supposed to do. So I really want to encourage the body of Christ and those who are even coming into their faith. If you say you're going to do it like Nike, just do it. Just do it. <laughs> I like that. I think it's uh, so important because it's not just from a personal thing, like we're a lone ranger trying to do life alone. But when you talk about uh, accountability, it relates to partnership, collaboration, mm -hmm. connectivity, and mm -hmm. community. And mm -hmm. all these things help to shape us, help to push us, help us to to focus. I think gone are the days where we can just, you know, plow through and try to do things on our own. And yes. I'm finding even for myself, even as we were talking before we started recording, you know, I could do research and improve certain things, but it can only get you to a certain point at the end of right. the day, collaboration with others, mm -hmm. partnership with others helps to um, move the, the mark in terms of into the things that God would, would have for us. The other thing, you know, when you uh, talk about community and accountability, I, I think when you talk about goal setting, that we can operate in a box where we have all these things in our head that we want to do, but if we don't have a, a plan, then it doesn't allow us to focus. And so the importance of, you know, when you said um, having benchmarks along with that is saying, okay, this year for 2024, these are the things that by the end of the year, 
I want to see happen. And then having those measuring time periods, you know, whether you do it monthly, whether you do it every quarter to say, okay, by this time, I want to do A, you know, this time I want to do B. I know I have my little whiteboard in my house that I write things (laughs) on. I have my planner that I carry Mm -hmm. with me everywhere. Um, But I noticed that when I write things in my planner, I can't find sticky notes, uh, ad hoc notes that I have in the planner. So I found that with my whiteboard, it helps me to kind of put an overview and then use that Mm -hmm. to backtrack to put in my planner. So I think that that's an excellent, um, excellent point about benchmarking and and setting goals. Anything else you want to add to that? Uh, and again, because it is about, excuse me, writing the vision and making it plain and keeping it before us, you know, um, because I'm that same way, Dr. Yvonne, I will write things on a sticky note and it's kind of like, oh my gosh, you know, as it comes to me and, and then it's like, where's that post-it note? Where is that? It got stuck to something else that I probably threw in the trash, you know, that kind of thing. So what I started doing was using this expensive phone that I paid for. It's kind of like, you know. Like, well, let me use this phone. So I started recording in my phone and using my mm. notes in my phone, even as a reminder, as a calendar. It's like, okay, set the tell, I'll tell, and I'm not gonna say because I said the phone is gonna do it, but you know, you, you call the name, you know, like Siri or whatever, and say, you know, set an alarm for or set, you know, a timer for reminder for this, that, and the other. And I think it's just people find it um, what's the word? Um, inorganic when you say you have to set time to do certain things, but because life, as the children say, life be life in, you know, you gotta do what you gotta do to right. keep a focus, to to be intentional, to make sure that the transformation happens. So if it means I have to set an alarm, if it means I have to set a reminder, if it means I have to have, you know, things around me that's going to make sure I'm I'm going where I'm supposed to go, doing doing what I'm supposed to do, being where I'm supposed to be by any means necessary. It's going to be important for us to do that. So I, I just really want to encourage people, uh, if you're not the person that keeps notes, that you know, knows how to use your phone or or, or whatever, get, get your grandchildren. I promise they're going to help you learn how to use your phone <laughs> with all those little tricks and all that. But if it, it is about people, if it is, you know, I was on LinkedIn the other day and there's so many support groups and community groups on LinkedIn and even on Facebook that can uh, find what your niche is, find the thing that you're working on. If it is a prayer group and you're saying, okay, I want to be, make sure I'm intentional in prayer at least once a week in a, in a corporate setting, join some of these uh, social media groups, join some of these um, um support groups so that you are meeting those benchmarks so that there's someone reaching out to you and saying, Hey brother, Hey sister, you know, we're on, you know, let's, let's do this. You know, we're walking today. Let's do this. We're, you know, know, what, what you, what are you eating today? You know, know, document what you're eating. What are you doing to keep us focused and keep us intentional? Because that's the only way we're really going to succeed is to really be intentionally focused and by any means necessary, making it happen. I think that is so good. And I think even when you talk about some people don't like about the inorganic, I think it makes us successful when we put those timers in, those sticky notes, you know, all these things help us to keep things that are important, important. And 
at the forefront of our mind. And I think it even helps as it relates to relationships. Mm -hmm. You know, one thing towards the end of this year, you know, I found that I was just working, working, working and juggling so much that I wasn't spending time with people, you know, relationship wise mm -hmm. and like putting it in my calendar. Okay. Reach out to family and friends because that helps with focus that if yes. you are, um, it's the law in economics about um, diminishing uh, margins of utility, diminishing mm -hmm. benefits, that the more that you're trying to uh, put effort into something, the more that you work, the benefit that you get from it diminishes because right. you're, you're overworked. Right. But if you can recharge or reset in relationships, friendships, or you know whether it's going for a walk, whether it's going hiking or taking yourself for lunch, all these things help with the focus because when you come back to pay attention or put your efforts on something, it's like you have a clearer, clearer set of eyes um, when you're starting something uh, fresh. Yes. As we pivot now, because I want you to pray for us, you pray, <laughs> you do a part of the 4 a.m. prayer with New Life Covenant Southeast in Chicago, mm -hmm. Illinois, and you do that 4 a.m. prayer. So it would be remiss if I didn't to ask you to spend some time in prayer about focus and God helping us as we focus in 2024 so that when we approach, come to the end of the year, we, we may come off the our square a little bit here and there, mm -hmm. but we're consistently coming back to that place of focus and focusing on God, him allowing us to focus on the assignments and the things that he has for us. Yes, yes, yes. Amen. Thank you so much again, Dr. Yvonne, for inviting me. Uh, this has been amazing. And just to talk about the things that God is speaking to me about. And uh, of course, I love prayer. Prayer is Prayer is what I do. And uh, so I would love to pray for us, not, not you all, but pray for us. Please include me uh, as we will work on this focus for the next season, the next phase that God has us in. So God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for your son, Jesus, dying on the cross for our sins. God, we thank you that you loved us enough to send him to die for us, that you want to be in right fellowship with us. And so you called your son so that we could experience eternal life. So thank you for the forgiveness of sin. Thank you, oh God, for loving us and giving us another chance and another opportunity to get it right. Thank you, God, for deliverance. Thank you, God, for healing. Thank you, God, for being our source, our stay. Thank you, God, for being everything that we need. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Lord, we are so grateful for who you are in our lives. We thank you, oh God, for all the things that you've provided for us. We thank you, God, because you are the lover of our souls. You are the keeper of our hearts and our minds. We thank you that you are our healer. We thank you that you are our source. You're everything that we need. God, we thank you. Lord God, we thank you for everything. We bless your holy name because you're wonderful. You're holy. You're faithful. You're sovereign. You are the great God, and there is nothing to hard for you. So God, we ask God, we thank God for, thank you God for Dr. Yvonne and her vision to teach the people of God to live exceptionally and to live above and beyond the things that our minds can even conceive. So we ask God that you bless the vision that you bless and, and give her the resources that she needs to continue to be the amazing woman of God that you called her to be. I thank you, oh God, that you're taking care of her as a person and you're taking care of her ministry. You're taking care of her family 
family and everything concerning her. And then God, for all of us who are listening and all of us who are taking part of this podcast, I thank you, God, that we are intentionally focused on you. I thank you, oh God, that our prayer lives are focused on you. I thank you, oh God, that you will give us strategy on how to be focused. We know that we live in this human body and we live in in this human world and things happen and, and things are dancing in our peripherals and things are pulling at us at all times. But we thank you, God, that something on the inside will work on the outside that will cause us to look to you and that will call us to seek your face and call us to the things that you charged us to do. So I pray right now in the name of Jesus that we remain focused. I thank you, oh God, that we remain intentionally with our eyes set on you, with our ears set to your mouth, listening for the next direction, listening for the next instruction. I thank you, oh God, that you're giving us everything that we need to be the men and women of God that you called us to be. I thank you right now, Lord Jesus, that you are that you're checking us, that you're chastening us to be amazing. You're checking us to be awesome. You're checking us to be powerful. You're checking us to be great and mighty. We thank you, oh God, that you're checking us to be overcomers and victors, oh God, because and not victims, because greater are you in us than any demonic force that is in the world. So I come against every distraction. I come against everything that will keep us from being who we call who we're called to be. I thank you that we'll we will fulfill every assignment, that we will fulfill every call, that we will walk confidently in you, God, to be who you've called us to be. I thank you, oh God, that we won't let social media or any type of media distract us from being obedient to you. I thank you, Lord Jesus, that we are always listening for your voice and we won't follow the stranger. And so that means that we'll have a relationship with you because prayer is a dialogue. And so when we're praying to you, that we're stopping and listening to what you have to say to us after we put all of our requests to you. And after we've given you all of our commands and demands, we want to stop and hear what you have to say to us. We want to stop and tune our hearts and tune our ears to hear what it is that you're saying to the church. I thank you, oh God, that we have an ear to hear what you're saying to this church, not the brick and mortar place, but to this body of Christ, this person. I thank you, oh God, that we're listening for your voice and we won't follow the stranger. I thank you that we will fulfill the vision. I thank you that we will fulfill the call. I thank you that we will meet every goal. I thank you that we will fulfill the assignments. I thank you, oh God, that you're taking care of everything that concerns us. I thank you that we will steward well what you've given us. I thank you, oh God, that we will honor you in everything that we say and do. We will not take the credit. We will give you the glory because you our God who takes care of everything that we need. So I thank you, God, that you're helping us to focus on even taking care of our health, taking care of our financial resources, taking care of our emotional resources, taking care of our psychological resources. God, I thank you that even as we work our corporate America jobs, that you're giving us good stewardship over that in the name of Jesus. I thank you, oh God, that you're giving us good stewardship over our families. I thank you that we have good stewardship over how we take care of everything that you have given to us. 
us. I thank you, oh God, that we won't take lightly that you've given the gifts to us, but we will give them back to you. And then we will give, get the direction from you that we need to be all that you called us to be and to fulfill the assignments that you have for us. So I come against everything that will take us off of our square. I come against everything that will take us off focus when the children have demands and we can't seem to, to manage it all, that we will stop and hear your voice, that we will stop and take the Sabbath that we need to focus and to hone in and to take care of the responsibilities that we have. When we feel like the demands of home and, and health are pulling at us at every, at, 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 at every point, that we will stop. We will not allow the enemy to overwhelm us. We will not light, allow life to overwhelm us, but we will listen for you because we're going to be focused in our time of prayer focused in our relationship with you, listening to what you're saying to us, because the only way to have good relationships is to be focused in those relationships. So God, we want to be focused in our relationship with you. So we thank you for this time of prayer. We thank you for the promise of an answer. We thank you, oh God, that you hear and answer our prayers. While we are yet speaking, you are answering our prayers. And we thank you, O oh God, that we trust you. We thank you, O oh God, that we believe in you. We thank you, O oh God, that we will hone into what you're saying and that we will lean on you. We will depend on you because you have our best interest at heart and you won't do anything to us that will cause us harm because you have a perfect plan for our lives. So God, I thank you that the peace of God that surpasses all understanding will keep our hearts and our minds through you. So because because of that, we won't stress. Because of that, we won't fret. Because of that, we won't worry. But we'll just say yes, and we will give you the glory, and we'll give you the honor, and we'll say yes, and we'll give you the glory, and we'll give you the honor, and we'll say yes, and we'll give you the glory, we'll give you the honor, and we'll say yes. And we thank you, we bless you, and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, beautiful, beautiful. Thank you so much. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Before we go, is there any closing thoughts that you'd like to share? I just want to, uh, as I think I've said before, just want to encourage us to do what it takes mm -hmm. to be transformed. Do everything that it takes to be transformed. Step outside of our comfort zone. I, I got this um, uh, a few years ago uh, working with my marketing and branding team. I created this hashtag, this hashtag OOCZ out of comfort zone. So sometimes I step out of our comfort zone, but if it's going to get us where God would have us to be, I want us to be okay being outside of our comfort zone because our community and our village is waiting on us. They are cheering for us. There's a cloud of witnesses in glory that's saying, come on, you can do it. Come on, you can be that. So be transformed by the renewing of our minds and be focused on the things that God has given us to do in Jesus name. That's all the time that we have for this week's episode. Tune in next week for another episode of Live Exceptionally. Don't forget to subscribe, like, or share with others on YouTube or your preferred podcast Thanks for joining platform. us for Live Exceptionally with Dr. Yvonne Thompson. Each week, we'll explore the secrets to living a life that is both intentional and fulfilling. We'll talk to folks that will share about productivity, mindfulness, and self-care to learn practical tips and strategies for staying focused, managing our time, and finding balance within a kingdom mindset. 
We'll also hear from people who have made the choice to live exceptionally and learn from their experiences and insights. Connect with Dr. Yvonne by signing up at elici.org. That's E-L-I-C-I dot org.